This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Love who you are, you got to love who you are. Love who you are. Love, 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 love. Love who you are, you got to love who you are. Love who you are. Love, 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 love. Love who you are, you got to love who you are. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome here to the fabulous Tuesday night here on Manawatu's People Radio with Palmy Pride. On the radio. There's dolphins on my cup. I'm Andy. That's Matt. Matt's over there. Hello. Um, On tonight's show, we've got got everything. We've got gay penguins getting back together. It's like Vinegar Hill. Uh, We've got John Waters set to return to filmmaking after 20 years. What do you got over there? Kit Connor. Oh, I mean, that was another... That he was, was forced to come out. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. So, big telling off for people. Yep. Wasn't he in that Elton John one? I'm sure he was in that as well. Anyway, what do you got over there? And I'm Cam. Well, on the sports desk tonight, oh. we've got about cars. Cars. NASCAR. NASCAR. Oh, dear Lord. Fast, um, fast cars. Oh, right. Stop so, it. dribbling already. No, oh, it's just weird. Um... No, he's like that. It's real. Just... Right, we, we'll go to a song. Um, when we come back from a song, I'm going to do a shout out to some some lovely people I met the other night. Um, Alrighty, here we go.
I'll pay in some other place. I, I never ask that you pay me back. We all arrived before I lived the less than I had. No time is made for people passing through. Last chance for cause. Indigo Girls uh, with Nashville. Yahoo. Yahoo. So what have we got over there in your corner? Okay. Okay. Heartstopper star Kit Connor has revealed he is bisexual, saying he has been forced to come out uh, amid accusations of queer baiting. Oh, good. Oh, that's sad. It was a good little series, that one, Heartstoppers. Connor returned to Twitter after a self-imposed hiatus on Monday, uh, 31st of October, and simply said, back for a minute, I'm by. Good on you. He continued, congrats on forcing an 18-year-old to out himself. I think some of you missed the point of the show. Bye. I think, yeah, I think he's right. Kid Connor shot to fame earlier this year to, uh, in Netflix's heartwarming queer tearjerker Heartstopper as bisexual high schooler Nick, uh, Nick Nelson. He revealed he was quitting Twitter last month, 12th of September, oh, okay, um, after a video of him allegedly holding hands with um, Cuban Girls Guide star um, Maya uh, Rufico um, led to, is it? Uh, led to him being accused of queerbaiting by so-called fans. Good grief. Queerbaiting is defined by um, Dictionary.com as the practice of implying non-heterosexual relationships or attraction to engage or attract an LGBTQ plus audience or otherwise generate interest without ever actually uh, uh, depicting such relationships or sexual interactions. After the video was posted online and, and alleged fans accused the young actor of said practice, he tweeted he would be uh, deleting uh, Twitter as it was a silly, silly app. Connor had, had previously refused to label his sexuality and tried to put a halt uh, to anyone publicly debating his orientation with a tweet on May the, uh, in May 2022 saying that People on social media know my sexuality better than I do. Heartstopper creator Alice Oseman um, tweeted her support for the actor, 
who brought her character Nick Nelson to life, saying he didn't, uh, she didn't understand how people can watch Heartstopper and then gleefully spend the time speculating about sexualities and judging based on stereotypes. She added, I hope all those people are embarrassed as heck. Um, Kit, you are amazing. Um, uh, many more were quick to support Kit Connor over his forced outing. Um, writer Mark Harris had uh, said that no actor should be forced into this position. He added, when it's done by a, a, a fandom that pretends to, um, that pretends to righteousness about whether someone should be allowed to play a role or talk in a certain uh, in certain terms, it is no less toxic. Labour MP Nadia Whitten, um, who is also a member of the LGBTQ plus community, also tweeted her support, saying um, being forced to come out is, is um, being outed and it's disgusting. I'm sorry you've been put through that. And insider journalist Irene Anna can, uh, summed it up by saying, you all have seriously got to stop uh, forcing people into this position. Hope Kit's doing okay. Meanwhile, Heartstopper executive producer Patrick Walters simply replied with three heart emojis. Netflix has renewed Heartstopper uh, for two more seasons and was uh, celebrated by many for its depiction of young queer relationships. Very cool. Yeah, outing sucks. It's not cool. Uh, I mean, the media just have to get over themselves. People just do it. Like, it makes no difference in my mind. Hmm. On a slightly different note, he's got good hair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's got great hair. He's got great hair. (laughs) Uh, You know what? It's like Rebel Wilson. When they did the same thing, it's like, actually, it makes no difference. She outed herself before they did. That's just sick. It Just, makes no difference yeah. to the person. Go do something rude to yourself. You know, if they're a good actor and a good series and they're mm. telling the story. Um, and I encourage everybody, if you haven't seen Heartstoppers, to go and actually watch it on Netflix. Yeah. It's a really Check good it little series. I keep seeing little clips of it on TikTok and stuff, and it looks absolutely adorable. Yeah. It is. And the kid's a good actor. What can I say? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he played a young Elton John in the Elton John movie. The Rocket Man movie, possibly. Um, just before we go anywhere, I just want to do a shout out. Oh, my phone just turned itself off. Uh, to the team that organised the Purehere, uh, sorry, Purehere Hua, uh, True Stories Told Live in Palmy. Um, it's a quarterly event that happens at the Globe on Main Street. Um, and I was asked to go along and do a bit of a chat the other night. So a bit of a chat about Malgrow and all that kind of stuff. Um, great little experience. If you have a chance to go in... Um, <laughs> Go and listen to them. I say do it. It's organised mm. by Marie Gibson, who um, does a show here at NPR okay. as well. So go. I think she does a show called Joy Jam, possibly. Yeah, lovely lady. That sounds uh, wonderful. So we're going to music. We are. This is Superfruit by Denny Yu. You wanna be honest with me and I I wanna be honest with you, let's go We both can be selfish, but I'll be the first to say It hurts me to hurt you 
Can't count the times that you crossed over the line, but it don't get easier. And it's not being fun, but we don't trigger the gun, and it don't get easier. Now you got what you need. I should be relieved, but it don't get easier. It goes on and on and on. You're still the one, the one, the one. Bittersweet, I know. So bittersweet, I know. Here repeat, let's go. From Denny Yu. Right. right, can I slip one in? Sure. Do you want a lefty or a righty? Oh, go for the right. Really? Yes. All right. Same sex uh, pair of penguins has reunited for mating season at the Sea Life Melbourne Aquarium in Australia. According to penguin keeper Emily Thornton, two of the aquarium's men, uh, male, Gen, Gen 2? Gen 2. G-E-N-T-O-O, penguins, Klaus, Klaus and Jones, <laughs> hello Klaus, uh, have been building nests together for about three or four years now. Initially they started building their nest in the wrong area. Wrong neighbourhood, we've, we've all done that. That's how we gays roll uh, as such, but uh, this now year. They've gentrified it. This year for the first time they've actually put it into nesting platform area, which is really exciting. They're a couple and we are hoping that one day they might actually fo- be foster parents. 
Thornton explains. You can just imagine the other penguins going, oh, there goes the neighbourhood, the gays have moved in. Although the, the gays just know how to do things. Um, <laughs> although same-sex male pairs are unable to fertilise and lay between themselves, clearly. Uh, Klaus and Jones will be given a dummy egg to protect during the nesting Aww. period and practice being dads. Uh, same-sex penguin couples have peed off in zoos all over the world. Penguins conduct homosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. They can last a whole lifetime, biologist Gunter Strauss. <laughs> Sorry, these names just... Oh. Gunter Strauss explained in 2019 when the Munich Zoo highlighted a male couple of Humboldt penguins during Pride Month. Other notable examples... In- <laughs> Stop it. Other notables, uh, notable examples include Sven, Sven at and Magic at Sydney Sea Life Aquarium, Ronnie and Reggie at London Zoo ZSL, uh, Thelma and Louise at the, this is because they keep giving them these names, um, Sea Life Aquarium in New Zealand, uh, Roy and Silo, a homosexual chinstrap penguin couple at New York Central Park Zoo, even inspired the children's book Tango Mix. In Tango Max 3, hmm. after they successfully hatched an egg given to them by zookeepers. Same-sex penguin couples frequently foster in eggs and chicks, sometimes stealing eggs and whole nests from heterosexual couples. <laughs> one pair of it's male... adoption or fun? Uh, one <laughs> pair of male or melgenic mel- uh, penguins has been dubbed... The San Francisco star parents in 2019 Ocean World Aquarium, Dingolin Island reported that most of its penguins had peered off in same-sex couples. Must be something in the water. Probably all those potatoes. Uh, and I just Sven, I, Sven, I, Strauss. And if anyone's been out to Vinegar Hill at New Year's, you can totally relate to when you set your camp up in the wrong position. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. good, quite it's upset nice I, ironically, there's also a lot of uh, people stealing in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to see the, these pairings going on and everything, but we should be a little careful about anthropomorphizing animals. Well, are they just outing these animals? Yeah, <laughs> they're just outing them. That's yeah. another kitten rebel putting another situation. label on them. Yeah, now, now that they are in the normal nesting area, those gay penguins have definitely up the standard for all the other penguins yeah, to you that, know, live up to. Eggs. <laughs> All right, go on. Uh, um, the penguins, it'll still smell of fish. No, sorry. <laughs> Crossed a line. Crossed a line too far. Uh, and on that note, we're going to head over to Rufus Wainwright. Here we go. I can't afford the love 
Rainwhite, why does it always rain on me? Not so sure. We're just talking off here, so apparently that was also done by a group called Travis. That's who I mm. remember it by. Mm. But we're just trying to find out what year Rufus Wainwright did that version. Right. So while you're doing that, yes. the sports desk. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ten years after NASCAR, after quitting NASCAR, out races Zach Heron. Is back. That's right. Zach Karen was born to race. The Southern California native has been speeding around racetracks since the moment his feet could reach the gas pedal. By the time he was 14, he had already outgrown the amateur so- SoCal circuit and his family moved to Georgia to be at the centre of NASCAR. His parents even built him a track to practice on in, in their backyard. In 2012, his pro racing dreams were realised at at his uh, Daytona debut, but he felt uh, little reason to celebrate. Heron, who was just 16 at the time, was still uh, closeted and soon made the difficult decision to walk away from the sport he loved in order to find himself. Ten years later, he's not only found himself, but he has a fiancé, Matt, 
and a life of joy and fulfilment. You can't go wrong with a fiance called Matt. Yeah, something. I like mean, that. I've heard stories <laughs> of <laughs> other Matt. Just let it go. Okay. Uh, now the 26-year-old uh, racer is finally back, finally getting back to the track, able to fully focus on bringing his A game. On Friday, he made the NASCAR uh, Arc Series. Debut in Phoenix, making it the perfect time to kick off our new Time Out interview series, catching up with the ever-expanding roster of LGBTQ athletes. There you go. Uh, uh, My partner was there by my side, reinstalling in myself that I had nothing to hide or to be uncomfortable with, but to just focus on my task at hand, getting around a 2.5-mile Travel with 31 degrees of braking going 185 miles per hour. I mean, that will mean a lot of stuff to a lot of people. It doesn't mean too much to me, but picture of Cameron like a going, going around the racetrack in Las Vegas in a Ferrari, barely able to contain his over salivating. He was super excited. He was dizzy for days. Yes. Uh, red cars go do do go faster. Okay. So I've just totally lost where that was going at was all. Great, it was awesome. It was so good to see him that happen. Uh, yes, so we're going to go to another song. This is by Jake Drake Jensen, Drake Jensen. Uh, on the way to finding you. <laughs> Driveway on my bike, pass the corn out in the fields, and the blackbirds on the wires, with the dirt roads flying high beneath my stingray tires, down to the river. On a summer afternoon, just a farm boy. On my way to finding you Down the hallways of my learning with my school friends And on the playing fields where we all fought so hard And then after graduation In the real world and the bar Past the faces I was searching to feel the hunger in my heart And on to the bottom Of every dead-end road that I came to I was a man on a mission
If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. That was Jake Jensen, Drake Jensen, with On My Way to Finding You. Okay, so what do you think, what comes to mind when you hear, we can't, we got to party, we can't, we got to party. Venga boys. Exactly. Calling all Venga Boy fans. Yeah, the, they're still touring. The Venga bus and is coming to Auckland. they slightly different now. Yep. If you like to party, get ready because the Venga Boys have, have announced their 25th anniversary tour and it includes an exciting show in New Zealand's biggest city. Uh, the pop group known for their iconic hits such as We Like to Party and Boom Boom Boom. I love that song. Um, we'll, take the, we'll take the Auckland Town Hall stage on February the 4th, with tickets going on sale now. They're on sale now. Um, alongside the 90s icons, the Dutch dance pop band will be joined by fellow 90s pop royalty. Ooh, they're throwing things at me. Well, talk into the mic, otherwise the people viewing can't hear you. <laughs> talk into the mic. I don't know. It's Pretend you're um, royalty, uh, Wakefield Entrance, Real to Real. Oh, my God, this is so cool. Um, featuring the, uh, the Mad Stuntman and resident DJ Nick Skitz uh, for the ultimate throwback pop experience. Oh, it would be so cool. I'm pretty sure they did Hamilton a couple of years ago. We've all done like Hamilton the, a couple of years ago. At the Claudelands <laughs> Arena. <laughs> the Claudelands Arena. I know. I used to I'm l- sorry, it sounds like an STI. I know. I used to live across the road from the Claudelands oh, Arena. There you go. Um, inclu- uh, here we go. Um Including the original cowboy members Cowboy Donny, Captain Kim, Party Girl Denise, and Sailor Boy Robin. Yeah, so um, were you a Sailor Boy or a Cowboy Boy? Sailor. Sailor? Yeah. Cameron? Don't remember them. I was definitely a Cowboy. Okay. Um, the group promised to deliver, <laughs> oh no, um, a, a blow the road off, <laughs> a blow the roof off. Electrifying show as they celebrate their 25th anniversary. Since forming in 1997, the Dutch Eurodance music group have had massive career um, achievements, including more than 700 million YouTube views, 1.5 million subscribers, and more than 4.3 million Spotify monthly listeners, and show no signs of slowing down. Meanwhile, supporting act Wigfield, a Danish artist and producer, will perform. <gasps> Did you say Wigfield? Yeah. Do you know the song that they're really well known for? Saturday night. That one. It was on Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Oh and Linda Lord. comes out oh, and she goes, Saturday night. And then she just goes, Na, 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 na. <laughs> I'm going to find it. I'm going to play it in the background. Yeah, okay. Perform the 20 hit saga alongside alongside other hit singles such as Sexy Eyes and Think of You. Uh, The group's resident DJ Nick Skitz will also join the show as an Australian pioneer of dance music. Skitz has been filling dance floors for years and will create a school disco 
um, vibe that you'll wish never ends. Um, so the Vanguard Boys 25th anniversary store. Go to frontiertouring.com, right. Vanguard Boys. Check it out. Auckland Town Hall, Saturday, Saturday, February the 4th. Are you ready? This is the song we're talking about. I don't know if they can hear that. Can you hear that on here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait for it, wait for it. Goes on a bit, doesn't it? 90s dance always did. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, really, does it? Uh, it was a good song. It always got you in the mood for... Yeah. And you said alternate as well, didn't you? Yeah. 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 And then drums. The whole, yeah. the whole band. It's just it's like, the an, whole package. It's like a 90s flashback. I'm so excited. Anyway. Next, I'll be dusting off Peter Andre. We yeah. need to dust off. That's a lot of dust. <laughs> right. Uh, hmm. Shall I do a song? Do, do a, a song. Should do an article or a song? Go, we'll song. go for a song. Oh. We're going to play uh, Don't Dance by Eurasia. Don't dance.
he's wearing he's wearing them as a good, chief. Good evening and welcome back oh. to <laughs> to Palmy Pride here on MPR. Um, so while we were listening to that song, I was just looking up the capacity of uh, Auckland, Auckland Town, Town Hall, and it seats about fifteen hundred people. Um, That's right. So just talk. What well, we're talking about Ultranate as well. From memory, they sing a song uh, called "Free" because you're free. Mm-hmm. Um, big gay classic. Yeah, yeah, nineties. Awesome. It sounds like they all did those. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, God, imagine, like, imagine the drugs that'll be taken that night. There'll so, be no one at family that night. Yeah, there'll be no pregnancies that weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? They'll all be at finger boys. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, anyway I thought I didn't know babies. Anyway, well, the finger so, bus is coming. So, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, my life. This, yeah. Anyway, uh, so who's heard of John Waters? Matt, you yeah, you know who John yeah. Waters is. Kim, do you know who yeah. John Waters is? Name a John filthy man. Name a John Waters film that you've seen, Kim. Name a John Waters film Pink that you've Flamingo. seen. Cool. What's one that you wouldn't recommend people watched? Pink <laughs> Flamingos. Um, Pink Flamingos is a renowned John Waters. It's probably not yeah. the best one to start on. No. I'd say start with the original Hairspray. Yeah. Maybe work yourself into a bit of Serial Mum. Yeah. Um, and then I would say watch maybe Pekka. Yeah. Um, don't watch Pink Flamingos with family is all I can <laughs> no, say. Don't let um, anyone see you watching it. Don't eat and, dinner while and, you're... And stay away from puppy dogs. Yep, and... Meet. Um, anyway, to the delight of his loyal fans, John Waters has announced he's going to make another movie. Almost twenty years since the last, uh, since his last work as a director. It's about time. Waters made his name as director of trashy, low-budget cult movies starring drag queen Divine. Mm. So, if you don't know who Divine is, then <sighs> Google that because you need to. Uh, the two became friends when young in their home city of Baltimore. Waters achieved mainstream success with the hair, likes of Hairspray and Serial Mum. The former spawned a little hit musical and the big mm. screen remake. Mm. However, over the last couple of decades, Waters has turned more to writing and live appearances. Uh, his new movie venture will be an adaptation of his book, Liar Mouth. A Feel Bad Romance. Published in May, it was the first work of fiction after several memoirs uh, and the collections of essays. The book has been option uh, the book has been optioned by Waters' own Village Roadshow Pictures. Waters told Deadline Liamouth is the craziest thing I've written in a whole uh, in a while. So maybe it's fitting that my novel was shocking enough to jumpstart the engine of my film career. Uh, he added he was thrilled to be back in the movie business, hopefully to spread demented joy to adventuresome moviegoers around the world. Uh it will appear uh it will be Waters. Sorry, it will be Waters' first movie since 2004's A Dirty Shame. Mm. Um, I think that describes him quite, quite well. Shame. Thrilled, thrilled to no, thrilled to be back in the movie business. Hopefully, to spread demented joy. Yeah. Um, to the adventuresome moviegoers around the world. He's a very um, naughty boy, but he's fun. It's the kind. I think they should do a biopic. Bi- mm. Biopic biopic of of his life that would be kind of cool i think it would be quite interesting um because he is a little bit crazy he's a little bit eccentric if you get ginger minge to play um well i did hear i'd heard rumors of nina west really nina west oh so but i mean she's a good actress so i mean either way like 
Yeah. yeah. So if if you don't know who John Waters is, go Google. Oh, don't do Google it on a work it. computer yeah. and yeah. Um, don't watch Pink Flamingos with family. Yeah. <laughs> or do. No, don't. <laughs> so, so, sorry, oh. why don't we watch it with family? Just Well, you know how that thing about being outed. Yes. Yeah, they would do it. Oh, yeah. so oh right. It's, okay. it's, isn't it a competition for the filthiest person in America? Yeah, pretty much. Um, there is a scene where some cheap cut of meat is marinated, yeah. shall we say. Um, it's just... Gross. It's grot. It's absolute filth. Okay, but I that's just, why you watch it. Yeah. yeah. You sit there to be shocked. If you want to be shocked, watch it. Okay, but I right. suggest don't watch it with family. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or if you don't want your family to visit you ever again, yeah. <laughs> or to put you in a, and if you're not or to put you in a home, it, you should be in it. Yeah, no, there's a lot of things in it that are just wrong. <laughs> All right, where's the music coming? <laughs> well, yeah, oh is... my god, the egg lady. <laughs> <laughs> the egg, the... Yeah, anyway, sorry. Uh, if you want to, uh, by Melissa Etheridge.
Your real mum thing, eh? The white shoes after Labor Day. Yeah. Why did you kill her? She was wearing white shoes after Labor Day. <laughs> Seriously, go watch Serial Mum. Okay. Um, okay, last article. Go. All right, so FIFA can uh, continue to mess up. The bosses have urged players to focus on the football rather than handing out moral lessons. Yeah, right. Fitchburg. Ahead of the World Cup in Qatar, despite concerns over the country's record on LGBTQ plus rights. In a letter from FIFA President... Um, and the governing body's secretary-generals, um, seen by Sky News, players were asked to not allow football to be dragged into every ideological or political battle that exists. Reportedly sent to the 32 football nations competing at the World Cup, including England and Wales, the letter read, We know football does not live in a vacuum, and we are equally aware that there are many challenges and difficulties of a political nature all around the world. But please do not allow football to be dragged into every, as as they said, ideological or political battle that exists. At FIFA, we try to respect all opinions and beliefs without handing out moral lessons to the rest of the world. No No one people or culture or nation is better than any other. Please let's all remember that and let football take centre stage. Players from Wales have already been told they can address any issue they like um, while they're visiting Qatar. Um, Infanto and Samora, um, the leaders from FIFA, added that everyone will be welcome in Qatar, regardless of origin, background, religion, gender, sexual orientation or nationality. Despite homosexuality being illegal in Qatar, FIFA has consistently reassured LGBTQ plus fans they will be safe to visit the country. Several fans, however, have chosen to boycott the, the World Cup, instead adding that the association's safety promises are not even close um, to what is needed. The decision uh, by some to boycott came as Qatar was accused of arresting and abusing LGBTQ plus Qataris um, as recently as October with a trans woman uh, stating that she was detained for three weeks without a charge and was only released when she agreed to undergo conversion therapy. Foreign Secretary James Cleverly previously attracted criticism for asking LGBTQ plus fans to compromise with Qatar, saying it is an Islamic country with a very different set of cultural norms. One of the things I would say for football fans is, you know, please do be respectful of the host nation. With a little bit of flex and compromise at both ends, it can be a safe, secure and exciting World Cup. Good. Um, Qatar's ambassador to the UK then added visiting LGBTQ fans could hold hands but should be mindful of public displays of affection at the, um, at the tournament, which begins on 20th of November. FIFA told Pink News in a statement, Qatar is committed to ensuring that everyone will be able to enjoy the tournament in a safe and welcoming environment, to building bridges of cultural understanding and to creating an inclusive experience for all participants and attendees, including members of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, good one. We shall see. Um, certainly the track record doesn't work in their favour, does not over in Qatar? And be careful if you are going. Uh, yes. 
Definitely. Just just go to Australia. <laughs> the trip or, to Oz. Or come to New Zealand. Uh, well, yes, we happily welcome well, you. If you want to get away from New Zealand. We have gay rainbows over Paparanga. You know, we're, yeah. we're pretty Paparanga, accepting. Yep. Yeah, but some also blame earthquakes on the gays. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, but in America. I mean, to be honest, if, if the earthquakes were being done by the gays, could we not do a better job, Touchwood? <laughs> I would have thought, you know, if, if, if you really believe that we can create earthquakes and what have you, would you really want to mess with us? <laughs> like, show us a little bit more respect, yo, because, you know. <laughs> anyway, the gays just know how to do stuff. <laughs> that is so um, true. We know how to decorate. All righty. So yeah. that is no, – that is, We're so fitting into every cliche. No. That is us for tonight. Yes. Um, yeah. Our last song for the evening is going to be Jimmy by Jimmy Somerville. Can't take my eye off you, but eyes, 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 like eyes. not just one, not a cyclops. Yeah, no. Um, just before we go, um, Malgra has tied in with Timbalua, <laughs> and we have an event coming up uh, on the twenty sixth of November, I believe it mm-hmm. is. Um, so you can book your tickets in. So Santa's Cave opens on the twelfth, but you can book your tickets in for Christmas Bingo, oh, no. Christmas Bingo, Santa's Cave, and Museum in a Box. Uh, Twenty five dollars per person. All right, that gets good. you. Um, you get to have a have a go through Santa's cave with grown ups, no no kids there. Um, you get that, to have a session of museum in a box mm-hmm. where you learn about some old Christmas things, which that, is quite cool. That would be cool. And you also get uh, three tickets to bingo and a raffle ticket. Um, so it's R eighteen because nobody likes right. children at drag bingo, um, oh. especially <laughs> not the drag queens. Um, and, yeah, so that is on the 26th. So if you ring to Manawa, you can book. Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be great. That sounds like lots of fun. Yeah. yeah. And, by the way, happy birthday, Melgra. Oh, happy birthday, Melgra. 45 years, you and, rock. But I'm bummed. Happy birthday, Matt. 45 years, you <laughs> rock. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it was Matt's birthday a couple of days ago. Do you yeah. think we should sing him a happy birthday? Well, 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 there were fireworks as well. There were? Yeah. yeah. Everyone went off with a bang. Oh, I don't want to know what you're <laughs> There was a bang and a drizzle and what could you do? Hey, was that drizzle like a lemon cake? <laughs> it's all over the duvet. Um, um, <laughs> Michael, it's all over the curtains. <laughs> the gays just know how to do stuff. <laughs> um... I'm sorry, that's got to be the, the name for today's show. Happy birthday, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the gays just know how to do stuff. That is it from us. Um, yeah. Keep an eye out for those those events that are coming up. We are looking at another Christmas bingo just yeah. through Malgra as well. Um, yeah, thanks to all the, all the fabulous Malgra people over the 45 years. You are awesome people. Thanks for the ones who are keeping it going. And thanks for the ones who are... Yeah, I'm not even going to say that. Right. Uh, that is it. That is us. Um, stay safe, stay proud. Uh, stay awesome. li- liquidized, watered, hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. Wait. Bye.
support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.